and welcome to the Arrow Panel, say podcast about dance games such as Dance Dance Revolution and more. I am pretty much just Dance Dance Revolution, although sometimes we say the names of the other ones. <laughs> We're hoping to get some episodes about other dance games in the future, but this one especially is going to be about Dance Dance Revolution because there's a lot of news. And to talk about that news, I am your one of your co-hosts, uh, Dalton Rumberg, aka Blue Chow, at Run Dalton Run on Twitter. And I'm one of your other co-hosts, Omar, a.k.a. at Om underscore Nev on Twitter. I'm Roger Clark, at Roger Clark on Twitter. And first and foremost, the big news this week is that we finally found a new flavor of monster (laughs) (laughs) located in San Francisco. I found it at the Quick Mart on Skyline Boulevard as I was getting a very delicious sandwich. Uh, That's near Pacifica, right? Yeah, uh, it's kind of on the border of like Daly City, South San Francisco, and Pacifica. I see. The, 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 the Bermuda Triangle of fog and coldness, <laughs> yeah. where it's always overcast. Um, so yes, we have Monster Energy Ultra Paradise. Yeah, it's the new entry in, in the Ultra Zero series. It's very bright green. Yeah, I love it. I've been waiting for a green one for a long time. It's, it's the most cyber flavor. It's true. Or it's really mo- radiant. Most cyber color, at least, rather. Yeah. So uh, we're going to do a little taste test right now. now. I've already tried it, but Omar and Roger have not. So we're going to crack this, crack open a cold one with the boys. 8.27 p.m. opening this one. monster. <laughs> that's I'll, fine. I'll drink most of it. So, ooh, that's good ASMR. <laughs> oh, and it, I mean, look at the color of that. Oh, Why wow. do they even dye it? <laughs> you know, no one's pouring this into a glass. Nope, just blue, it's just, they blue just solar wanna, cups. They just want to make your teeth green. That's what they're doing. I, that's probably too much, but a couple... It, it's the same color as Baja Blast a little bit. It's not quite... It's a little greener. It's a little greener, not quite... Uh, Roger's now sniffing, yeah, <laughs> sniffing the monster. It smells really good. It's not quite uh, as blue as, as Baja Blast, but it's pretty close. You want to give it first shot, Roger? Yeah, let me see. Interesting. <laughs> What's I, I think it'll take a little while for me to understand exactly what this is. It, it has, it has some. Uh, I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> this, this is people, good audio content. People were saying, people were saying, oh, it tastes like lime skittles or something. And no, it's not lime. It tastes like candy, though. It tastes like green. It's not. It's not limey like the ooh, lime Red ooh. Bull. You know what? It's, it's, it tastes appley. It's apple. I think it's like apple watermelon. Mm. It kind of has that watermelon. You know, watermelon. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's melony. <laughs> it's, you know, it's it, quite melony. melony. It, it tastes like a green white zero ultra. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I think it's melon. Melon or melon or apple? I I, yeah. I think it's like kind of green green. It has that green apple, but also like, but not not actual watermelon taste. It's the fake watermelon. Right. Taste. I, I hope I hope it's both. I hope it's like a couple things that are green that yeah. they that are like not related that they just put together and just to confuse you. And yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> it tastes like green. Like if you go, huh? What does this taste like? I'm excited. Where where does this where, where do you think it falls on your ranking? I think I'll have to give it a few more tries. Um, 
see how it affects your performance for yeah for exactly dance games. See, see exactly what effect it has on my timing hopefully it doesn't make me get greats because it's green um <laughs> because as we all know the white zero ultra is the official drink of the marvelous window yeah and that's what you'll want to drink if you're trying to get the ma right. so hopefully this doesn't increase my GA. <laughs> I really don't need that to be increased. But I, th- I think I like this better than the uh, the blue one. Yeah. The blue one I like, but it's, for some reason, it's just low tier to me. Like, hmm. I, I, I like I like all of them. I would, I would probably put the white one up top and then probably the red one. I also like the orange one. Bl- black is pretty good. The black one is very acidic. Yeah. If I have too many like acidic things, I, I can't do the the black one. Like if I have like uh, say, I don't know, like some spicy hot sauce or something, and I I try to eat like the the try to drink the black monster. It's just it's too much. What flavor is the black one? Instant heartburn. It's uh sour cherry. Oh, okay. What flavor is it? It's instant heartburn. <laughs> it's, it's, it's black. Uh, so yeah, that's our. Our, our review of the Mo- Monster re- Ultra Paradise. And that's the most exciting news we have this week. Welcome to, welcome to the Monster Panel. Yeah. And in other news, panel. we've got uh, DDR Ace 2O has been released in Japan. The Golden Cabinets, which everyone has been anticipating, uh, have finally made their appearance at round one locations around Japan. And all the Japanese players, as soon as they were able to yesterday, started posting videos and you know pictures and all the good stuff yep so we've been following it pretty closely since then I have nothing else to do with my life besides <laughs> read Japanese tweets about DDR and press the translate button <laughs> and uh, see what they're trying to say and there's a lot of news uh, I think the things that people really want to hear about are new songs mm-hmm. but really you could probably go find videos of those on Twitter and YouTube if you wanted to go check them out but there's a lot of good stuff if you yeah if you haven't seen them already um, I, I think the most talked about thing though was the new theme right which we had not seen yet really because uh, KC was not played on ace 2o exactly so uh, yeah there was a there's, it's basically just a gold version of the Ace theme for the most part. There, there's some. Uh, I mean, as far as like the layout and everything goes, um, they yeah, they really didn't change the position of any UI elements, as far as I can tell. Yeah, it's kind of a, a palette swap, as as people have mentioned, uh, sort of akin to the old um, ITG like Stepmania theme palette swaps where people would just kind of like open the files up in Photoshop and and, and just like do con- color overlay yeah or control U and just like yeah. shift the the hue saturation to make it blue or green or there was even a gold theme there was um, I even saw that installed on some places I'm like why would you do this <laughs> why, it, why? It, I think we yeah we used to have it on the machine in Fresno for a while and then and then we changed it to the pink one so you know it, this is basically that, but they they it looks a little better. Yeah, well, <laughs> a lot better, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's not that, it's not quite that much of a, a change, but the uh, there's a new judgment font. Yeah, <laughs> gotta say a little bit questionable, but it as I was watching videos of the new charts, it kind of grew on me a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I, mean, I hope I it's gonna like grow on me because I'm gonna see it like a, a thousand times a minute. Yeah, <laughs> right. It, it's it's a serif font, which for those of you who are not designers, uh, that means it's the font 
with the little feet on the, the letters. <laughs> Just think of Times New Roman. Yeah. Versus like Ariel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is kind of a weird juxtaposition with the rest of the theme, I feel like, which kind of feels like sight, like more cyber, even like the, the UI element that comes in, like when you start a song or end a song, like it's this very like mechanical looking stuff that comes in from the like, corners. Yeah. They're like kind of pulsating. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, and it looks sick. like really cool, but then it's just like, Hey, here's this like, like classical looking font. Yeah. It, really. I, I kind of got to say like, as, as So, based on the history of this show, I've kind of, like, defended Konami, like, way too often. <laughs> but, you know, like, DDR Ace, the UI, I, I think it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, looked, it looked so good. In fact, when it first came out, I was like, did they, did they make this? Like, every other version of DDR since, I don't know, Extreme, I think, had its problems. And when Ace came out, I was like, wow, like... Pretty much every single thing in this looks good. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really wouldn't have gotten tired of it. And then, so I assumed that when they made a 20th, 20th anniversary version, that they would try even harder. <laughs> but no, it seemed like they tried less hard I, or something went wrong. Well, as as somebody who has worked as a designer for a large company, yeah, I very much know that it may have not been necessarily a designer's choice. It may have been an exec or, you know, somebody uh, above that was like, hey, no, I want this to, to look this way. Or, like, we need to make it look fancy. I want this kind of font. And they, like, literally pulled up Microsoft Word, and they're like, this font here. And it's just, like, Times New Roman, basically. Right. Um, so, it, yeah, I don't know if it was necessarily, like, an intentional design choice on their part or not. It definitely I, seems like it's less cohesive. Yes. That's what I was going to say about the theme as a whole, is that especially the result screen looks like a mess um, because there's like so many different colors, different colors. Well, yeah. Like the, the, you know, as you can flip through like left or right through different screens. Yeah. There's like, they kept the green, pink and blue, which like worked with the blue ace theme, but it looks so out of place. Yeah. They really need to change it to a little, like something a little more metallic or something. Yeah. So they, they use red, in certain places of the theme, kind of like for whatever stage you're on, it kind of has like a red look around it. Um, there's like little hints of red in the theme. Yeah. Um, and it's even in the logo, in the A20 logo. It's really cool looking red. And I wish that they would have u- utilized that more like in the theme itself. Yeah. Um, to make it more cohesive rather than just like carrying over. I mean, like those panels on the results screen are the carryovers from like 2013 yeah it really doesn't make sense that that they wouldn't have like i mean don't get me wrong i i i totally understand like that it's basically just a reskin which i didn't expect it to be a completely new theme yeah why would it like beat mania every version of beat mania is like oh this one has some checkers on it this one has swords on it yeah but i mean they have different graphical element styles and things they as far as i know they don't like basically completely like asset swap or, you know, just bring over the exact same assets. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. you probably have to pay closer attention yeah. to 2DX. Yeah, games, I, I guess I don't play 2DX all that much. But, yeah, I wish they would have done something with the result screen. Even, like, the, the, the like, AAA font or, you know, whatever, gra- like, the grade font looks really weird and out of place in the score, like, the 999 
I keep. I can't. Okay. It, I I really like the new like grade font, like the crazy cool like gold cyber looking one. I don't know what it is about the score font that throws me off. Because it's black. It, yeah. I mean, you maybe. mean the the machine score? Yeah, yeah. 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 It, 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 it looks very. They had like, to make it bolder to stand out from the background. Yeah. But so just, it couldn't have been white. So they made it black, and it like, I I kind of like it. It has this sort of like. I, I, don't, I don't know this sort of nighttimey feel well, to it. I don't. I don't mind that, but the font itself looks straight up just like somebody it, said, it, like Arial. Yeah, that's basically. what I was thinking yeah. too. Like, like it looks a, like I couldn't put my finger on it. But it just looks a little bit weird. It, it looks very stock. Yeah. Of just like they're like, yeah. oh well, this is a placeholder, and then they just like never got around to changing it, and I don't think it's used anywhere else. The cohesiveness of it, it it really just kind of makes me wonder what was going on because when I first saw the. Uh, preview at KAC, the the kind of the impression that I got out of it, especially paired with the song that they revealed it with, they revealed it with uh, that song which is this beat is, and we only heard like basically part of that song, and what the part that we heard was this kind of like housey sort of like you know club beat. Was it that one or is it Neverland? No, it was, it this, was beat this beat is. Oh, this yeah. And then so I got that sort of like deep house feel from it, and then I with the gold, I'm like, oh, like you know, like Vegas nightclubs are gold. <laughs> yeah. And like I was like, oh, that would be cool if it was like a club theme because Dance Dance Revolution club <laughs> music. They really could have done that at least once over the course of the past 20 years. So I was like, oh, it makes perfect sense. But no, like Ace, the theme of that seems to be some sort of like future fighter pilot situation where, you know, like an Ace fighter pilot where you're driving like a plane yeah. through the air and whatever. Like, like the whole thing like makes sense because there's like the, you know, you can see like crosshairs and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. okay, it's, it's all together. But with this, it's like, you still keep some of like the fighter pilot type Stuff. elements, yeah, and it's gold. The, like, li- and... like literally, the theme is just uh gold, fancy gold. But it, like, but it's not even really like, like you were talking about the red. Like, if if they if they used more of the red, then you could have had like a like a red carpet theme or like a like a velvet, mm-hmm. like you know, at the club with like velvet <laughs> seats and stuff. You know, like I just yeah, it, even like the result screen with like the gold beams and stuff. Well, it looks really sick, but it doesn't really, like, tie into any sort of, like, concept. Like, what is that? What are you looking at? <laughs> like, am I looking into, like, some sort of, like, golden dimension? Like, yeah. like, okay. Like, all this being said, though, I, like, do really, really like it all. Like, it is not super cohesive, but I think that, like, yeah, it's, you know what? it's exciting. The, like, there, are, there are elements of it that I do like. Yeah. Like, 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 the... the the level uh, or whatever stage you're on, mm-hmm. like the graphics around that look super cool. Um, I mean, just some of the other like little elements. I do like the background, the just the motion graphics yeah, are really good. It's like good. The, yeah. the really cool like gold sparkles and it's not as fast. At, like I thought it was going to be really fast when I saw pictures and then I saw a video of it and I was like, oh, it actually just like barely like kind of moves like and it, it looks really cool actually. Yeah. And plus. And I, th- that's what I found actually. The theme looks a lot better in videos than in pictures. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, it just, I think the pictures were, like, super saturated, and then when you see a video of it, it's kind of more, like, uh, like flattened out a little right. bit, and, and it makes it not quite as, as gaudy. I but. think it'll even, like, look better, like, in real life, too. Yeah, like, for sure. I, I, I don't know. I'm... I'm a, I do have a little bit of complaints about, like, the whole overall thing. I do think it could have been more cohesive, but I 
really enjoy it. It's something exciting. We get new DDR in 2019. Yeah, I think that what we were doing there with the complaining a little bit is <laughs> to try and get it out front. <laughs> so then all we can do for the rest of the episode is talk about how much we love it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because honestly, the the new songs, mm. every song is good. It's yeah. a, they're amazing. They're all so good. Um, and for the most part, all the charts I watched are good. Like, I was ple- yeah, very pleasantly every, surprised seems good. With, with everything. Um, yeah, like, all the charts are, or songs are bangers. Like, there's a good distribution of difficulty already. We got a new 17. Um, I don't know if we want to sort of run through some of the songs, but, like, um, and we mentioned This Beat Is earlier, which is an expert 11, and that's by... Um, Shoichiro Hirata. Yes, thank you. Who is uh, also known as Sean the Horny Master. Ah. And, or Sho-T. Nice. Also, it's a, other aliases of him. From um, Groove. And, along with a lot of other yeah. songs. Yeah. Um, a Stupid Barber is a good nice. one by Sho-T. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, that was kind of used in the, you know, the tease video. Um I mentioned Neverland earlier, which is a new song by Arm uh, and Nicole Curry of Come to Life fame. Yeah. It's kind of in the same vein as Come to Life. It's a 15 on Expert. The chart yeah, it's, looks. It's future bassy. Yeah. yeah. The chart looks wicked. Like. That is one thing. I'm really into the fact that, like, these new songs are all kind of like. They sound very 2019. Yeah. Like, if, if you listen to, like, Japanese electronic music, a lot of it is very, like, sort of in tune with the trends happening and. And that I've noticed, at least, in like in Japanese electronic music, and I think that's and really cool. And you know, like I think all all they really need to do is follow artists like the ones that they're doing, like Arm and Camellia, right. um, just to see like what's happening because they they make good music. Yeah, and they make music that pays attention to current trends. Right. Yeah, I mean, um, DDR Croissant on Twitter mentioned, you know, asked us, "What do you think of the new song list, mostly consisting of artists who are making original DDR songs for the first time, like DJ Genki, uh, Camellia, Hamarju, um, which Hamarju has some songs in DDR, but they're transplants from other games." Right. Um, and so, and Camellia had uh, Bass Drop Freaks. Oh right, yeah. So I mean, they're these artists have been in a bunch of other games. I mean, there's also. Um, Mauzon, who's had stuff in uh, in 2DX and like Reflect Beat, um, did a song called Dead Heat, which is a really cool looking 14. Um, it's kind of like drum and bass, I think that one was. Um, and yeah, Drop the Bounce by Hamarju is another 14, which actually looks like a really hard 14. Um, but again, all, like all the step charts look great so far. Yeah. Um, I, there's there's only like 10 songs. Ten or eleven, I think, and there's a new one just added today. The uh, f- what is it? Fiftieth anniversary Konami fiftieth anniversary no, like uh, fi- beginning story. It was like fiftieth memorial songs or something. Yeah, um, I have no idea. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, yeah no, I was trying to find a video and I couldn't find a video of it. It came out like three hours ago, and maybe like it's like a mashup of all the good Konami themes, like yeah, like Vampire Killer and. <laughs> The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles NES song. I don't know. So, don't know. yeah, we'll have to see. Um, Starry Sky, um, some 
DDR croissant mentioned DJ Genki. Like Starry Sky is a twelve, but I, I'm I'm hoping that it has a challenge chart because it has like really cool like twelfth note breakdown and stuff in it. Sweet, um, it's a total banger too. Yeah, so I'm even just based on this like first batch of songs. You know, there's only you know ten or eleven of them or whatever looking really promising so far and good distribution of difficulty there's a new 16 already the district of the shadows um by dj norikin who i believe this is that's his, his first, his first uh, DDR, song. ddr song although he's been known in the jcore scene for a long time yeah so uh good to see a song by him also total banger um there was that uh song the light with w and w featuring <laughs> kizuna i very interesting. Pretty interesting. I mean, like, I think uh, Kizuna Ai has been a kind of like a YouTube sensation in Japan for a long time, and it's really popular with the otaku crowd. And it's it's cool that they're following that kind of trend, you know? Like, at, at least they're trying to keep up with the times, which yeah. is right. good. But it's just kind of surreal to see in 2019 W&W featuring Kizuna Ai. It's kind of like the most 2018-2019 thing I've ever seen. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that actually is a a Gold Cab exclusive, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, at least on, on Remy Wiki, the, there's a separate section for like Gold Cab exclusives. And this was kind of announced before that certain things are just going to be exclusive on Gold Cabs, which uh. is kind of weird. Um, okay. at, at, le- at least that's kind of the current understanding. Who knows? They may come out later on on regular cabs. Why would they do that? I mean, I know why, but I don't want them to. Yeah. Um, and then also there was a, a remix for uh, Have You Ever Been Mellow, uh, a 20th anniversary announced. Um, yeah, and that's but, the first of the legend license revivals that they were mentioning before. Mm-hmm. And if... Uh, if there's more of those on the way, then that means that there's more songs on the way, and that means that we have more to talk about every week when we're doing this <laughs> podcast. Did they mention, or has anything been like shown about? There was like that whole Golden League thing. They like yeah. nothing about courses, nothing about that. Yeah, they they announced nonstop, but there's it's not in the game yet. Um, so there should be courses to play at some point. That it does seem like they are bringing nonstop back. But quick plug, in the meantime, you can play uh, <laughs> Life, <four. laughs> Life 4 Trials, if you haven't heard yet, is basically nonstop courses, sets of four songs. It's basically uh, taps out of the week. Yeah, but thematic, yeah. and uh, and yeah, you, very, can, you can earn your different rankings. and Very, very adrenaline-inducing. Like, the first time I did Inhuman, I was shaking, so yeah. I recommend it. And Omar here did... Uh, really awesome artwork for all of it so yeah um yeah that's our quick life floor plug <laughs> yeah since two-thirds of the room right here worked on these um yes yeah, so you can find out more at life ddr.com <laughs> we got a new website uh designed by sarah and uh you can go to my website at twitter.com slash roger clark <laughs> just press the follow button <laughs> for all the best tweets speaking of following you should follow sf underscore evolved we only need 20 more followers to hit a thousand oh uh, yeah <laughs> that's crazy combo what's the thousand combo uh, I, he says I, 1,000 combo, combo or, or on, I uh, on... I can't count on, all these combos. So before, yeah, so there was perfect combo is mm. what he said when they ran out of the... Uh, audio samples? The audio samples. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, uh, what is it? I can't count any more combos? Yeah. Something like that. 
So I think controversially, they've uh, re-rated some songs that uh, used to be some number, and now they're a different number. Yes. Lots of talk about specific numbers. <laughs> and whether this number should be one or... The other. The other. Um, and... Some of the some of the choices I just don't understand. Like so, so yeah, I don't know. If we need to go through all of them. We don't. But, but you can find the list. There's there's a couple spreadsheets going around, or you can go look on Remy Wiki. Uh, if you look on the A20 page, um, there's a list of all the changes. What, what's the what's the most egregious or most surprising to you? The most surprising, I think. I think the most surprising to me is that they took first time to to be an 18 mm. and because there's one hard part in the song i mean the the song is hard right but yeah. it's is it 18 hard maybe it I is i mean yeah i've seen comparisons made to to healing division but like healing division is like double bpm and has crossovers in it yeah this and, is and it's like, a lot like the hard part is a lot longer yeah. And it has crossovers. This is shorter, but, yeah, this is like, but, but faster. Yeah, it's really kind of... Um, apparently, okay, so some of these decisions seem to be made based on EMU's data. Yeah. That, that they look at the EMU's data for the song and say, oh, like, this song, or, you know, people's scores on average for this are lower. Yeah. You know, maybe the, they're lower than all the other 18s. Right. Or 17s or whatever. First time's kind of weird because... One, it's only limited to people who entered KAC. Yeah. And then people were playing it for KFC, KFC, KAC. (laughs) And so I feel like maybe more people who wouldn't necessarily usually play 17s might have been playing it. Yeah. Which would have, like, kind of tanked the relative score of it. Exactly. So, like, I don't know like that... they got more data of, like, lower scores. Yeah. They, they wouldn't have gotten that before. Yeah, if it was just released as any other kind of song. So I think that kind of skews it a little bit. I played it, like, twice, maybe more than that, but not as many times as every other 17, and I, I don't really like it that much. Mm. And, like, I kind of wonder, like, are some of these because people don't like them? Like lovely radio, <laughs> like I, I that's a, that's a song that I like barely even like remember. Whenever I'm like looking, whenever I was thinking about 15s, I'm like it never really occurred to me. Oh, I'm gonna go play lovely radio. Yeah, I mean maybe some people like it, and that, that's that's good. Um, but I wonder if that has anything to do with it, right? Like maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty surprised that Astro Gazer was re-rated because I mean it's not that hard of a 16, but I feel like it was a pretty great entry I, level. 16. I th- I think so too. I think it was almost like the perfect like 16.0. Yeah, like it's definitely not like harder than something like over the period difficult, but like I, I, I mean think, I don't know. Over the it, I think over the period difficult could have gotten a re-rate. I think but, that they just don't want to push difficult up into the yeah, into range. the sixteen range. That, yeah, that, makes, that sense. makes sense. Yeah, um, Astro Gazer because it's not it's not that hard of a chart, but it's also I don't think it's a fifteen. Yeah, especially with the second half, you have all those like yellow notes and like kind of weird rhythms. Yeah, you, you have the tell jump in there, and you have yeah. it ends with a crossover. I guess some fifteens do that too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like if you compare it to like Starlight. Fantasia endorphin mix. Yeah, I don't know. that's true. Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to 
And, some uh, of them are weird. So so some people lost some 16 PFCs. There were a handful of 16s that got dropped down to 15s, like as, um, there, yeah, Emera, um, Engraved Mark, and... Engraved Mark? I and, suck at that song. And... Like, I, I tried to PFC it forever. I never got it. And now it's part of the 15s. And, like, I don't know. I think it, there were so many 16s that are easier than that. Yeah, it is on the easy... It's on the easier end of the 16s, but I think it still should be a 16. Um, I don't know. It, it feels kind of out of place being a 15 now. But, yeah. Romancing Lair, at least. 14 now. That, that makes total sense. I'm a bit sad about it, but it makes sense. I'm not surprised. Well, you know, like, one one side benefit of this sort of thing is, like, maybe it really means that they're, like, thinking about the difficulties of these songs, and maybe this means that we're just going to keep getting harder and harder stuff, which is what we need. Right. Um, that's that's really what we need to have is more 19s, more 18s, and stuff like that, so, so that we can cross over into, like, real esports territory. <laughs> um so maybe that's like a kind of leading toward that. Yeah, they might, they might have kind of been balancing it a little bit to sort of adjust the scale for what's to come. Who knows? Oh, we even forgot to mention earlier. I mean, I briefly did, but the new uh, extra exclusive song in in A twenty is a seventeen. So so good. By uh, it's called Orca. Which has some of the coolest art. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I cannot get over the art for that song. It's like a golden. Whale skeleton. Yeah, yeah, but it with like red and like a black background. Yeah, it looks like something Omar would design. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it was like it, it. It has a lot of BPM changes. Um, I believe the term 2DX players use is soft land. Yeah, soflan. Soflan, soft landing. Um, y- yeah, it has a lot of BPM changes, and it hit. If you watch like the difficult chart or even, like, the basic chart, you can see it, like, gets off to where 16th notes fall on what should be, like, quarter notes. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Which is not great. It's kind of known in Stepmania as, like, yellow arrow syndrome. Yeah. Where if you add kind of a, a BPM change or stop that isn't of, like, a even value, um, that it, like, throws everything else off. So it's kind of weird in that sense, but it's already been AAA'd, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, other than the BPM stuff, it it looks like a cool chart. It um, reminds me a little bit of Pursuer. Just yeah, they have to play the whole thing. Like it seems like pretty slow. Yeah, most people are recommending like one seven five x maybe two because wow. there's like a there's a fast section um, in it. So, but yeah, it's an awesome song. So looking forward to that one. Just and and at least now we can cheat and look at the, the videos before we get it. Yeah. Yeah. Just Chameleon uh, in general, I'm very happy that he got added. Galaxy Brain, man. That that guy, like <laughs> yeah. his, his Twitter feed is his so Twitter feed is great. Is so good. And like the music that he makes is just just so like intricate and yeah. complicated and you know, there's this. He he did this like 170 BPM like psytrance song mm-hmm. called what's it called? I can fly in the universe or something like that. <laughs> and it's like I listen to it like every day. Yeah. Because it just does like a hundred things. And it's like five minutes long. Nothing ever repeats. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this this is just pretty much the peak of the <laughs> Japanese 
like hardcore rhythm game style music. Yeah, he's I mean, I think about his his tweet where he's like um I want to play Beat Saber with real metal bats and completely <laughs> mess my room up. I think about that tweet like every day. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to find some of his very good tweets right now. Um, I mean, but they're too far back, and there's a lot of Japanese ones in between. But he said, why does YouTube recommend the Muffin Song every time I watch something? <laughs> no, um, yeah. Feed me more dark era. Feed me more dark aura. Ha! <laughs> uh, He's very interesting. It, yeah. Please follow his His Twitter handle is uh, Kamatek. C-A-M-E-T-E-K. Yeah. Mm. And he basically follows back everybody that follows him. So <laughs> if you need another follower on Twitter, he's the one to go for. Um, anyway, that's our Camellia. <laughs> yeah, I think we're just big fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's amazing. Um, so, yeah, any other rating, re-ratings that pop out to you? I think EDSM being moved to a 14 from a 13 is... A, is that makes sense. It, it, yeah. that, that is very well-deserved. Uh, I don't... Pray. Cytokinesis difficult was moved from a 12 to a 10. Yeah, which... <laughs> and uh, that's the only, like, two-spot difficulty move that we've noticed so well there there were some more on oh, really? on yeah i don't have them on my list here but there were some like basic charts that got moved like two or three difficulty like i think there was a an 11 that got dropped to an eight or something <laughs> or yeah i don't know so yeah, i think once it once it gets below 12 you just kind of don't really know yeah they all kind of blend together that's what I'm, i was surprised with stuff like chocolate philosophy being going from a 10 to a nine because it's like, I What's feel the like, difference? Yeah, like, it, the, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, 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 so there is a difference. I, I don't want to, like, you know, say that and, like, be condescending or anything. But yeah. on, on some level, like, I, I think that one of the things that the old score, that the old rating system had going for it, like the pre-DDRX rating system, was that a 1 and a 2, pretty different, right? Right. Yeah. Now, a 1 and a 2 are... What? How can you even discern the difference between that? You yeah, know, like... the, the 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 broader the scale gets, the you, you you would think you can get more granular with it. Yeah. But it actually just kind of like blurs the lines more of, especially when you're re-rating older songs to the new scale and yeah. you like adapt them. That a lot of the old stuff compared to the new stuff is really weird, especially because the old songs were like thirty seconds shorter than the ones now. So you exactly you compare like step counts and you're like. This song has half as... They're the same rating, but this song has half as many arrows. And they're both 10s or whatever. I was just mad about Chocolate Philosophy because that was my first MFC. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Sight Red MFC. Wow. That's, wow. that's off sync, too. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's early, I think. And, uh, yeah, so that was my first MFC, and I was happy it was on a 10, but now it's on a 9. <laughs> also, yeah, some people noted that like, there's one guy who had PFC'd uh, first time challenge, and now it's his first eighteen PFC, and he it, 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 that kind of cheapens it though, right? Yeah, it's because you're just like, well, now I don't have to try. Yeah, and it kind of like ruins your like the motivation. Well, yeah, but you don't get the excitement of being like, you're like yeah, like you I, picking an eighteen. Yeah, like and... I PFC my first eighteen. Yeah. Th- so the funny thing is that this is kind of opposite. <laughs> it would be funny if like you know they change it in the database and then like the they like wake up in the middle of the night they're like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I, some I, alternate, I feel it. I feel yeah, it. Some alternate timeline. Yeah. Um, apparently, with the new sound Voltex, 
the kind of opposite problem happened. Well, it's closer to the, the 16s that dropped to 15s here, where I guess a lot of people had like passed some 19s in some Voltex, and then the new version came out and they all, all got like re-rated down to like 18s, and people are like, I went from having four 19 passes to having zero. <laughs> so uh That's awful. Yeah, people weren't happy about that, but yeah. I think this is like it'll make us better this is last bet yeah. this is less bad yeah and really like the rating changes aren't that important at the end of the day because you have so many songs like the the number of songs that have changed is like 20 and there's like 800 songs so <laughs> yeah and I feel like most of them like make sense like they're not they could be justified and also yeah, like, th- they are what they are like yeah. they're just chosen by Konami and it's like we can't I mean Matt Magden talked about this on Twitter about like there's nothing we can do I mean it's just like that's they are it's kind of like the joke though right like that's why we even have arguments about it because it doesn't mean anything (laughs) Cards and Heroes is it a 13 or a 14 well doesn't matter what we think. Like it's never. It's never gonna. We're never gonna know. <laughs> like ratings inherently are a little bit arbitrary. Like I mean, everything's arbitrary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was the uh, the the hot topic, at least of um of the week or of the past couple of days of of. All- yeah, it's it's interesting because you you know I think there's a lot more that you can do when you talk about things like ratings because you can. You can talk about like every single part of the chart, and you have two things that are com- you're comparing to, right? Like, so you can generate conversation around these things just based on comparing them. Whereas, like with the new songs that we that have come out, like you can watch it and you'd be like, "Oh, that's cool," mm-hmm. and then like, what what can you really say about it? Like, you can only really talk more about it if you play it a bunch of times and you're like oh that one part of dead heat and the blah 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 where, like we're not going to be able to say that yet because we've only seen it once we don't really know what it feels like to play these things yet yeah so, i mean you can you can kind of imagine like i watched uh there's a new 15 called procyon mm-hmm. which the first time i like watched the chart i was like oh that it, it didn't like super appeal to me um but i watched it again and i was like eh, actually it looks all right. It's it's a little bit awkward. It's probably my, like one of my least favorite ones. Is that the one that has like the yellow burst at the end? It's just like it's like up 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 or something like that. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it has like weird kind of like yeah, like gallop things. Yeah, into, yeah. Um, but I mean, it still looks fun. Yeah, like it's good. Um. The, as I mentioned earlier, yeah, the District of the Shadows chart looks cool. It has like twenty fourth bursts. I saw that. Which are always fun. Yeah, it just seems to keep getting harder and harder until the end. I'm really excited for District of the Shadows and Starry Sky and Neverland. They all seem like really fun charts. Oh, I didn't even mention the best one, which is uh, Setepara Sima, I believe. Probably. Uh, Which is oddly by U1 Underground. But, I mean, it's kind of in the vein of, like, like, Gamelan... De couple, couple, yeah. or and those kind of like Latin sounding songs. Gamelan, Gamelans are f- the, like the Gamelan ensembles from Indonesia. Oh, is it? Yeah. I guess I just associated it with the uh, the dancing cactus. Yeah, it's because it's from it has the cactus background. But with, no, it's a different the, different the part of the hat. planet. But, but yeah, it's like it's a uh, it's using non electronic instruments. Mm-hmm. Although there is some like kind of like 
vengeance dubstep stuff in there. <laughs> like, if you listen to it, you can tell that it's like a modern Yuichi song because it kind of sounds a little like anniversary or uh, special summer sale. Yeah. Super summer sale, something like that. One of those summer songs. But yeah, the the chart somebody made a comment like I can't wait for this to be a qualifier for a tournament <laughs> oh, I saw that. because yeah. it, it it absolutely looks like it would be a qualifier for a tournament it mm-hmm. just has weird rhythms and stuff and it it looks amazing I'm very hyped for that yeah. one um, it's cool that they made another song like that and in- included something else like that that wasn't you know just you know EDM yeah getting some yeah different styles and um so I hope we have more songs to look forward to. Like clearly we need we have some more license type remixes. Yeah, there's there's actually supposed to be five new uh Hinabita songs coming out in on the twenty eighth. Um was listed on Remy Wiki. It had the song titles, they're all in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Had the BPMs, but not the difficulties. I I want more idol songs, honestly. Oh, R.I.P. Tokimeki Idol. They already killed Tokimeki Idol. <laughs> but you can still play it. Maybe they'll just put the rest <laughs> of the content. Just, yeah, yeah, just put the entire soundtrack. To, they're oh, like, that'd well, be so good. They're like, well, we paid for this, so... Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the typical new, like, number of songs a version launches with. I mean, I haven't really experienced a new DDR. Well, Ace had more than this. Mm-hmm. But not that many more. And I, I think it might be because they're doing this slow rollout thing where they like don't really want to like, you know, kind of show everyone everything all at once because, you know, th- there won't be as many surprises when the game comes to the rest of the cabinets or maybe even to America. Because like we were saying with the licensed songs or the uh, the remixes of the, you know, Have You Never Been Mellow and Surely Butterfly will be in there at some yep. point. And... Is that going to be an event, or who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? So, yeah, um, I I also don't know if there's still as far as all the versions and stuff go. Nobody really knows how it's going to work with with Ace as it currently is, kind of commingling with a twenty. Like if. Well, we do know that they disabled the website. Yeah. So you can't see your scores on the Ace website anymore, which means that the score manager app and anything that scrapes EMUs isn't working anymore. Yep. Um, hopefully, they're just transferring all that over to the A20 website. Um, well, um, the, the like play counts and stuff got transferred over, but scores yeah. didn't yet. Yeah. Which, okay, and that's another point is that uh, a lot of people were worried that between versions you're going to lose your scores. Usually it retains lamps, but not scores. So at least uh, we got confirmation that that scores are, are carrying over to also, A20, which is very exciting. Yeah, also um, scores, uh, if you play a song on, uh, what was it? it the scores are interchangeable. Like they, they are linked in between versions. On the same network, yeah. yeah. So you're, if you play a song on like Ace and you go to Ace 2.0, it's still going to be the same yeah. score and vice versa. So, yeah, we don't really know how... Yeah, there's no details about any of this stuff. We, we don't know whether, like, when it's going to come to the other cabinets. We don't know whether... Wait, when it's going to come to the U.S. Yeah, that or whether it's going to be on the CRT cabinets that still exist in Japan. Oh, right. There's no information about that. And I hope it is because if it, you know, there, there's so many of those machines around, it would suck if they just 
decided arbitrarily that this was the version that they didn't want to do that with because, mm-hmm. you know, people were talking about how this is a reskin or whatever. They didn't change the positions of anything. Or the scoring system. Or the scoring or... system. So I don't see why they couldn't put it on the SD cabinets, but maybe they just decided, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um should also note that a few songs did get removed, which were the the X3 like remixes, notably uh, Paranoia KSKS T mix, and um, rest in peace. <laughs> was it brilliant? Brilliant to you? Brilliant for you? Brilliant to you? I always get the AKBK mix. Yeah, and the uh, put your faith in me it was a jazzy groove mix or whatever. Put or, your faith in me. There, it's, it was like the the hype remix with the crossovers. Yeah. So there's those hand the, like there's like five songs that and keep on moving keep the remix. On moving. Yeah. And that that was also removed. And those we never had in America. Those were only in Japan. Mm-hmm. But now we really don't have them, <laughs> and no one has them, which kind of sucks because Paranoia KST, KS, KS, KST mix is. A 17. And it's very good. And it's really good. I think all of them are good. Like, you, yeah, you, actually, you go they, over there, you, they, they all are. You're, you're going to play all those songs all the time. And not anymore. Yeah, so that's know? kind of a bummer. That was one of the like fun things about going to Japan was playing a bunch of the, the exclusives, especially those. I was, um, I was definitely excited about like eventually going to Japan and like, playing KSKSC Max. But... Yeah, well, so that's another thing is like if Ace. If there are cabs, if there are ace cabs that don't get upgraded, like are they still gonna have those songs? Who knows? <laughs> we we have no idea what's gonna happen, and it's possible that you know, maybe we're maybe we'll get all of the songs that we didn't have before. Like maybe they'll put all the that stuff on the American machines. Maybe they won't. American exclusive. <laughs> yeah, it's our turn now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was thinking of the the stuff that is still Japanese exclusive but is still on Ace. Oh, uh, yeah, like, true. All the like RPG and all of the stuff yeah. that, that we just never got. Mm-hmm. Like it would be cool if as of Ace 20's release in America that we happened get to those. get them. People were talking about maybe that would happen because maybe Konami just does all this stuff in one batch go. Yeah, or maybe we finally get Night of Nights challenge. That'd be cool. Um yeah. If Ace 2 comes out and we don't have Night of Nights Challenge, oh it'll be really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it's just such a bizarre it'll, it'll just be like, yeah, they, but they just... I mean, it'd be hype to get, uh, oh man, I'm so bad at the names, Boriku Jikarizer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, good song by Kratness, um, which actually also got re-rated appropriately to a 13 from a 12. Yeah, it was definitely the, a 13. It was not a 12. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe we get that one. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, actually. That would be very cool. It would be. I'm just going to go <laughs> F- ahead and assume figure. that won't happen. Yeah. I, so that I'll be pleasantly surprised if it does, it, but it won't. There, yeah, there's like a 10% chance of Konami just like forgetting and, <laughs> and just... It's like the opposite of when they normally like forget to give America stuff, like with the with the Night of Nights challenge. And it seems like they just like forgot to give it to us. It, the only way we would get these if they just like forgot to take them out some for some reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, round one state sides are supposed to be getting gold cabinets at some point. I don't know when, but I have heard heard words. That's what I've heard. I don't know where I've heard it from. I can't really remember. <laughs> yeah, the I, internet. Yeah, yeah it's someone. Just, the, the rumor just sort of yeah. materialized. Well, yeah. One of the blue websites. Yeah. So I mean, I. Th- 
think that's pretty much all of the news. Yeah, it's pretty much enough to fill an entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of new stuff. At least 47 minutes of an episode. <laughs> So, as for events coming up, uh, there's the Big Deal 3D, which is going to be March 29th through the 31st in Grapevine, Texas, which there are 160 people that entered Ace, <laughs> and they had to cap it. That's crazy. That's 160 people in a DDR tournament? It's going to take forever. I mean, I don't care, because first of all, like I'm not going to be able to make it. Um, I wish that I could make it, but... Uh, schedule didn't really line up but i'm just glad that that's happening right yeah. like that that it's big enough to have a situation where they had to say no more people can enter this because we've we have too many and if, if we continue to let everyone do it we're never going to finish it is, is this the biggest ace tournament yeah, oh, yeah definitely for sure for sure um and then on april 13th uh in rockland california which is up by uh sacramento sort of there's the uh Double Strikes uh, Pump It Up XX Tournament, which uh, Fafems is reportedly coming to. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, he... Uh, Happy Feet was in Korea recently, and I guess kind of talked to him, and, and they basically, you know, Happy Feet and the guy running the tournament and some other people said, hey, like, we'll basically pay for your ticket, you know, to come out here. And I guess there's like a $400 prize pot for each division. Wow. So he could potentially walk away with some money. It's just, That's cool. I, I think it's so funny that he's going to be coming to America and it's going to be in like Sacramento. Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. Sacramento's cool. It's it's, it's got the new uh, Jack in the Box. Uh, what's the burger bites? <laughs> <laughs> How were those, Roger? I I think they were good. Was it worth the drive to Sacramento? <laughs> <laughs> what were they called? Burger bites? I think something like that. And uh, basically, Jack in the Box released a. Uh, sort of deep-fried cheeseburger fry, basically. It's gigantic uh, fries yeah. of cheeseburgers. And I uh, drove to Sacramento to, to try those out. And also kept trying to find the new monster. Couldn't find it. Yeah. And but, I, uh, I, I just stumbled upon it. <laughs> Luckily. Um, so he'll get to try those from Jack in the Box yeah. if he goes. And, um, I'm just excited for him to try Jack in the Box at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just like American fast food. It's like terrible. Yeah. Speaking of which, actually, yeah, another... There was a long thread about the Jack in the Box tacos <laughs> on Twitter. They... They're they're great as long as you don't think about it being a taco. Yeah, I, I it was a bit jazz Sega Genesis on Twitter just moved out here uh, fairly recently, which Jack in the Box doesn't exist on the East Coast. There's well, one in Cincinnati, I think. Oh, uh, which is not really East Coast, but it's East-ish. Yeah, close enough, but yeah, Jack in the Box tacos are they they're deep fried. They're they're not. Yeah, you can't think of them as a taco. You have they're to think fried. of it as like yeah. a totally new food called a toka. <laughs> um, that it, it's just it's not even you can't think of it as a taco it, yeah, it's Burger good. King actually had pretty much the exact same item um, a couple times They two years ago they had it I think um, and it was only in the LA area mm. and uh, about 10, 10 years ago uh, I'd, I'd say 2006, 2007 they had uh, nationwide Burger King tacos and it was basically the exact same thing as the Jack in the Box tacos hmm Anyway, yeah, they, they're, they're very good if it's 2 a.m. or if you're drunk. Or both. <laughs> or both. 
Uh, anyways, dance game events. There's uh, Mistake on the Lake 2 coming up uh, on May 4th. There's also Fresno Frenzy 3 on April 20th. Oh, yes. That's in between there, too. In Fresno, California. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Mistake on the Lake 2 will be in... Uh, round one, Great Lakes Mall, which is in Mentor, Ohio. The in, Cleveland area. The Cleveland area. Which, in my research of designing the, the the graphic for this tournament, I realized that Cleveland is referred to as the mistake on the lake. Yeah, it's kind of like a tongue-in-cheek, sort of like self-deprecating joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that was a wholly original concept, but apparently not. It's Cleveland a, really leading the uh, ironic... I don't know. Self-deprecation. Yeah. 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 I mean, you got to hate yourself. It's really just essential. <laughs> Still Cleveland. Um, and then May 31st through June 2nd is going to be Smash and Splash 5, which is a Smash tournament, but is also going to have DDR tournaments and a Step Maniacs tournament, which the winner gets a Step Maniacs platform. Which is awesome. And speaking of Step Maniacs, the new pads are going on sale. Uh, this Saturday. For pre-order. Is it Saturday? Yeah, I believe it's this Saturday. Um, so, yeah, everybody's been waiting with bated breath for that. Yes, yeah, Saturday, March 23rd at 12 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Um, the new panels or the new pads and cabinets and everything will be available for pre-order. And you only have to pay 50% up front. And then when your order is ready to be shipped, you pay the other 50%. So that's a new kind of model to help people who couldn't you know, afford the cost, like, completely. That's nice of Kyle to do that. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, so expect those to sell out fast. I don't know how many of them are, how how many of them there are, but in the past they sold out very fast. So if you want a Step Maniacs uh Yeah, we did, a, we did an episode with Kyle Ward uh, a while back mm-hmm. about Step Maniacs, and these pads, these stages that he's selling are basically arcade quality. Um, probably even better than some arcade machines. They're, yeah, they're industrial quality. And it's really cool that you can just buy like a standalone like dance game pad and hook it up to your computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they got new adjustable bars. That's cool. Which is a first for dance games, I believe. I don't think any other. Nope. Dance game cab Definitely has had not. adjustable bars. <laughs> I think we is... would remember if any of them had. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. So that's. That's uh, big news for Step Maniacs. And if if that hasn't, if Step Maniacs stages haven't already outnumbered DDR Ace cabinets in America, as of this, they probably will. Yeah, he said actually they're probably with this batch that they'll outpace the original like ITG Dedicabs. cabs. Wow, that's um, crazy. Yeah, that's really cool. So and 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 that he just has so much. It, it it's honestly international, and we talked about this in the episode that it's like. That he's getting demand from from Europe and even now from Asia. That's you know, crazy. Uh, some of these, you know, Step Maniacs pads have shown up in Asia even. Um, that that he's just getting so much demand that he can't keep up with it, which is why these things only go on sale like once every six months or whatever. Yeah, um, I hope it just continues and continues, and then <laughs> dance games will be alive, bigger and bigger and bigger, alive and kicking again. I mean, there it's it's like. I don't really know what I'm hoping for because I think what we have now is already really good. I just want it to get even bigger than it already is. <laughs> I'm really intrigued to see So the... more people can download our podcast and hear us talking <laughs> about Jack in the Box. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really intrigued to see the whole like DDR mobile thing too. Like yeah. you know, with sort of having yeah, home has... version. We yeah. haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, anything mm. new since 
since uh, KAC. So we shall see. Um, all right. Do we want to move on to our tap set of the week? What Let's do we do got? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Omar will um, go first. Yeah, so I picked Straight Cats just because it was one of my favorite 14s, and now it's a 13, and I'm kind of sad about it because I thought it was a really good 14. Um, I thought it, thought it fit really well. And now it's a 13? Question mark? Which I don't agree with. <laughs> It's, it's, being downrated? It's hard. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. hard. It's, it has time, like BPM changes. It has like, like those gallops. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy. Uh, yeah. Are there any 13s that have, I guess Tribe Challenge has the flam. Which stuff. honestly, that, that should, that be should be have 14. been a 14, <laughs> yeah. which I think everybody agrees with. Um, yeah, good pick. Roger? I'm going to go with Wake Me Up, which was also re-rated from 13 to 12. And... Uh, I'm sure Avicii is not happy about that. Uh, rest in peace. <laughs> rest in peace. But uh, yeah, Wake Me Up is a good song. I think I picked that at some point in the past, but play it again. Because uh, it stayed, miraculously, the licenses, the American licenses are still in Ace 2.0. And uh, for now, uh, you can play it as a 13 until Ace 2.0 comes out, and then it's going to get re-rated to a 12. Yep. I, I think it's... A fun chart too. I think a lot of the American licenses are like kind of underrated. Yeah, they're good. Like, like Hillbilly Shoes, Loki, so Loki kind of goes off. Like, it's yeah, great. It's kind of no, the chart for it is amazing. If yeah. you could, somebody needs to make like a hardcore remix or like 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 a dance remix <laughs> like, of Hillbilly Shoes. It's like Gabber remix of Hillbilly yeah, Shoes. But, but, but no, it needs to be same BPM. Right. Right. But just keep the chart yeah. for Hillbilly Shoes. Yeah. That would be, do that, Omar. <laughs> yeah. Or Roger. Y- y'all both make music. Just we'll collaborate on it, yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> Collab of the century. <laughs> Pitch it to Konami. Yeah. Hillbilly Shoes remix. Um, cool. I will pick Rising Firehawk, which was controversially re-rated from a 14 to a 15. That s- some people. D- I don't believe it. I, just, I think I do. I mean, in between's a fifteen, right? They're basically in between. They're is basically harder than Rising Firehawk. It has two stops in it, and <laughs> it has runs that like go all over the place. Does it? It's and been it has a, while. a bunch of jumps in it that go like jump to jump to jump to, and like Rising Firehawk is just. But it's so long. It's yeah. I mean, it has like five hundred steps or something, which I mean, it's just a long song. But yeah, I don't know. It's. Like I said, it's controversial. Uh, that's the expert we're speaking of, by the way. There's a challenge 17, which did not change. So you could play that as well. You can always play these on any difficulty that you want. Or you can just ignore the number. Just just think of the number as doesn't really exist. It's what are numbers anyway? Yeah. Um, and then in, in general. And then <laughs> and then for our extra stage, which I literally just asked in our Discord channel, which nice plug. We have a Discord. Yeah, channel. join the Discord channel. It's and, our uh, it's talk. Our, it's in our, there. It's our pinned tweet on uh, on Twitter. If you want to get the invite for it, so uh, gladly in Discord says ooh ooh ooh, do extra stage the wind of gold. <laughs> Nice. Which did, did not get re-rated, but it it has gold in the title. That's, That's true. Yeah. So so the wind of gold is blowing now on on DDR as we transition to A twenty. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it A twenty. I'm not calling it Ace two O. I know. I'm just. 
I'll see what I end up sticking with, you know, because everyone talks about like the new iPhone, like iPhone 10, iPhone X, 10, it's, 10 it's, S. It's, Every, I, everyone says X. Yeah. And it's like, what do they want you to say? What, what, and versus what ends up getting said? It's never really. A20. Yeah. A20. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it will be the wind of gold, which is. Notably off sync. <laughs> yeah, it's fun though. <laughs> yeah, lots of kind of jump holds, and since you can't tell what beat they're on, it's kind of a they're fun. They're <laughs> It's kind of a fun. It's kind of a fun guessing game. Uh, so yeah, that is our uh, appropriate set of the week. Taps of the week. You can uh, tweet your scores at us using hashtag Taps of the Week, which some people did last week. Um, which we kind of gave up on shouting people out on the show, but I think we should. Let's bring it back. Um, So as I type in on my phone here, hashtag tap set of the week, and you can see if you play along at home, you can see all the people who did this, which includes BLT9 underscore sub. Uh, He he PFC'd last week's set, which was uh, B-Beat Stream, uh, Agilaria, CG Project, and Suguru Apple Mix, if you forgot. He PFC'd it all on doubles. Congratulations. We also got one from JCast641. We got one from G- at G4Cube. Um, I believe that's it from last week. Just a couple. I'm sure there's lots of people who didn't post, but they, they just went to the arcade and they, they played it and you know, millions of people. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even if you don't play the whole set, I think it's good that, you know, I think people may discover individual songs you know exactly they may not want to to uh devote an entire set to the set of the week even though you should and if you happen to find the green monster ultra ultra paradise or you eat uh, a jack-in-the-box taco <laughs> or burger bites um let us know oh no have the monster in your tap set of the week pick exactly and a jack-in-the-box taco. Do it. actually no don't do that no outside food or drink Monster's fine. Don't bring in Jack in the Box to the arcade, though. <laughs> well, it depends on whether the round one is in the in a mall and whether the mall is open at the time. Because if the mall is open, bring in whatever you want. Do they have malls? Don't have Jack in the Boxes in the food courts. I there I, might be one somewhere. I there, doubt it. There, but. There's a McDonald's in the the East Ridge food court, yeah. and it's always popping off. And I don't understand it. Who goes to a food court and gets McDonald's? Me. What? <laughs> Actually, what? me too. No, like food courts. <laughs> Sorry, food courts have like very specific like restaurants. Like, I mean, like like they're 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 the type of like. Are you talking about Charlie's Steakery? Yes, they're like the fast food restaurants that exist only in food courts, but like do not have their own. That's like, what Chick Fil A was. Have their own like standalone That's how they started. standalone buildings. Yeah, but like when you take McDonald's and put it in a food court, it that's just wild to me. Like I I. I don't think I've ever gone to a McDonald's in a food. I went to a Subway once, but well, it's there. Like, say, you know, I'm playing DDR. I I, I need some carbohydrates. I'll go get a, get the McFlurry or uh, something. You know, like it, it's it's it, it's it's such a weird no. Like going to a mall food court is like a special experience that you get things that you can only get there and not not outside the mall food court. <laughs> I feel very strongly about no, this. I, under, I understand, <laughs> but like. You know, I can't really subsist every day on, like, Wetzel's Pretzels. And Sbarro. <laughs> they don't even have a Sbarro at ERM. At, really? at East Ridge Mall. No, it's like the, what is it, like the, the oh, it's Villa, like a, Villa de Pizza or something? Yeah, it's like a knockoff and, pizza place. you know, like, it's not as good as Sbarro, I'll tell you that much. Oh. And Sbarro has, you know, they, they've changed a lot. You know, they changed their recipe in 2008. And <laughs> how do you ever, know the 
this off the top of your head? Because it was during the economic downturn when all the fast food restaurants changed their recipes. Oh, of course. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them didn't change them back. Like KFC at the time, they they went to they introduced their new original recipe, and what that really was was just their excuse to make their tenders smaller and to put less crust on them mm, to save money because yeah. of the economic downturn. Exactly. I would absolutely love to like just see you teach some form of like AP like like fast food, food history. Hi- yeah, like there's like a like a document based question or like some like free response question. It's like relate the 2008 economic downturn to, to, <laughs> to, to the change of <laughs> fast food. I've got a yeah. lot to say. Yeah. I, this is clearly the place to say. It. Yeah. <laughs> there there's no better podcast to talk about food. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to eat fast food like you should probably go play DDR afterward. I mean, that's fair. I mean, it's a good thing so many of them are in malls. Exactly. So tell us your favorite mall food. (laughs) (laughs) We're always hanging out in malls. That's really just what we do. Mall rats. Pretty much. uh, That's what I was doing when I was 15, what I'm doing when I'm... I don't want to say how old I am. (laughs) Way way too too old. Fair enough. Uh, Yeah, I think that'll do it for this week on the Arrow panel. Um, the fast food panel, the monster panel. Yeah, I mean, we're a variety panel. The re-rating panel. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter at SF underscore Evolved. We have a Facebook page, SF Evolved. We have... I should update that someday. Uh, I, I, I do occasionally. I try and post whenever we have a new episode. Oh, good. Yeah. You don't use Facebook, really, so... I don't know. Yeah, I should probably at least use that. Um, we have... Twitch, Twitch, which we will probably end up streaming a tournament sometime within the next couple, few months. A couple months, hopefully. Um, YouTube? Did you mention that? Yeah, well, we have a YouTube. What, what else do we have? We have a Gmail account. <laughs> <laughs> you can send us email at sfevolved at gmail.com if you want to. I mean, who knows just who, say hi. Who knows when we'll check it. Uh, get JPEGs to attach or PDFs <laughs> or DocX files. <laughs> subject lines to fill in. Yeah, just CC us yeah. on, <laughs> on whatever communications you have with anyone. <laughs> Uh, and as always, our um, our intro and outro music is Watch It Burn by Fraxtel. Now goes by Ash Astral. Yeah, lots of good music there. Um, yeah. So thank you for listening, and thank, thank you, you for playing. playing.